All right, everybody, welcome, welcome to another episode of Cash and Sport. And we're looking at the Olympics once again. Myself and Sanani are back. And we are on, what, the 3rd of uh, August. There's been quite a lot of stuff going on in the Olympics. And we're going to take a look at a couple of interesting things. Um, our performances thus far um, at the Olympics, uh, there's been some medals for us, not a lot. There's been a couple of disappointments. Um, there's also been a lot of stuff going on in terms of the news around the Olympics. Um, athletes, you know, being sequestered by the political party, well, their countries, essentially, for standing up to certain things back home. Um, issues around yep. athletes and testosterone, that's too high. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in the news cycle and a lot of stuff going on around the Olympics and just general global sport, which will have ripple effects, um, you know, going on to, into the general world of sport. So, yeah, let's take a look at it and let's go into... Yeah, man, we are on full Olympics watch. We have been waking up in the morning, watching and, and really, really, really getting involved. It's the time difference has killed some of us, but it's been good. I mean, waking up with Tatiana Skuman at 2 a.m. in the morning to watch her final was well worth it. So, yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, some of the finals have happened early hours of the morning, some comfortably in the afternoon, like the Felix. It's been eventful. It's been emotional for some athletes. It's been eventful. We've had some surprise performances. Yeah. Uh, the double gold and the high jump was probably one of my favorite moments. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember, I think I wanted it to go to a jump off, but to yeah. just see them enjoy the moment together and yeah. be willing to share a gold medal because they both understand that the work they've put in to be able to jump at that height and bring it home for their countries was special. So kudos to those athletes who embodied what Olympics about yesterday, about winning the highest, which is the gold medal. But there's, there's also a bit of a human element and understanding between the two athletes. So I loved that moment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, if we, if we just take it back a little bit to, to bring it back home, right? Uh, South Africa's performances at the Olympics, um, Saskok, you know, in their documentation, they said 13 medals. We, we always said it wasn't realistic. And we were going to look at maybe about six. Um, thus far, we've got three. Two of them belong to Tatiana Schoenmaker, which is the the, the gold in the in the 200 breaststroke and then silver in the 100, where she got pipped basically in the last 10, 15 meters. Um, how do you how do you personally assess our performance thus far um, at the Olympics? Yeah, look, I think that there's a bit of surprise, there's a bit of expectation and there's a bit of, you know, call it perspective performances. And yeah. I think uh, guys like rowing, the, the rowing program, uh, will yeah. be disappointed. They've always come back with a medal. They've run a program that should produce a medal. Uh, someone like Wakani Simbini would be a little bit disappointed with his final. Yeah. I thought he was good for a medal this year. And I think the 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 rest is kind of like, you know, there and thereabouts. Um, I did not expect Chad to to medal. Yeah. Uh, he was called it towards, he's, he's actually towards the end of his, his swimming career. Yeah. And um, in terms of the numbers and the times that he's putting that relative to his field, I think yeah. we haven't seen him swim those 2012 times in a long time. And yeah. then we, I think we look at, yeah, Tatiana was, was built for a medal. She, she was prepped for a medal. Um, she, she did well in the silver in the hundred and, and the gold in the 200. So I think that's, that's a good one. Um, 
yeah, look, we could have, we must look at sevens as well. Sevens yeah. will be disappointed Blitz not to medal sure. and, and the bliss box, sevens rugby. Yeah, and then we look at the golf program. I mean, those guys on, on any good day, depending how you know the pin lies. But it, it's one of those things. So we must look at not the performance of Team South Africa as a whole. I think we need to look at the individual federations and their yeah. preparation relative to did they were they going to medal or not. So yeah. I think a lot of a lot of thought is being put, a lot of noise being made about the overall Team South Africa performance. But I think also, you know, Saskatchewan doesn't prep an Olympic team in, in terms yeah. of they take an Olympic team to the Olympics, but the federations prep an Olympic team. And how yeah. then do we get funding and, and structures and high performance structures into those uh, federations to be able to have a high performing Olympic team, Commonwealth Games team? And to that point, let's Commonwealth Games is, is it less than a year away? Um, yeah. around, around about a year. It was a year the other day. So yeah. they announced that's a year away. Um, teams like hockey have got their hockey World Cup six yeah. months away. The men, uh, the women are later in July. Uh, athletics have got world champs next year in America. So yeah. uh, in Oregon. So we're needing to look at how do we use those performances as a catalyst to help us prepare for the next phase of these individual sports codes. Um, yeah. I know swimming has got the short read, um, short 25 meter champs in, in Dubai um, at the end of this year in December. There's a lot going on. Um, yeah, um, obviously three medals for the country are disappointing. Yeah. That we got ten, and and only probably will only get three or four now. But then, yeah. how do we prep for the next Olympics, which is only three years away now? Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, I personally think that you know we have to look at the Olympics as a cyclical thing. Um, athletes and 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 the way that they perform there's batches of athletes will be good for because remember olympics is every four years right so an athlete maybe will go to two olympics maybe three olympics there's some athletes who are like mm -hmm. um who who've been to four you know that's yeah. that's very rare but maybe two olympics is is prime for for most athletes that's eight years and you know we've had a bunch of really good athletes i mean for the fact that we even got to 10 medals in rio is because we had a good core of athletes but those guys will yeah. inevitably retire so our expectations should sure. also look at the 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 waves of athletes coming through and when we expect them to peak to get those medals um i for one i'm not really disappointed this year because i saw a lot of really good performances from young athletes sean masangwani which which I've, yeah. i mean i've been raving on about this kid for a long time and although he didn't, yeah. you know, he's he's been exceptional. The two hundred and the and the hundred, and I personally yeah. think he's going to be in medal places, come France, you know. Um, we have, yeah. yeah, and he's going to be good for the sport. You know, he yeah. he's just that character who's going to be also good for the sport. Absolutely. And we we see him, we see Clarence, we yeah. see Gipt. Yeah. Those guys in twenty twenty four are at another level. So yeah. as you say, it's it goes in cycles. So maybe our up will be twenty twenty four. But we yeah. really have to be mindful of the time frame. I, I, yeah. You know, you say three years. We say three years, but yeah. there's qualifications involved. There's this, so it's yeah. actually less than that. And we need to be mindful of the time till the next Olympics. Yeah, and we also have to support those athletes to get there because you you don't you don't you don't get a wave on your own. You know, it's easier for yeah. for the likes of Masangwani, for instance, who trains in the US trains with Carl Lewis, the university basically kind of funds everything for him. He doesn't really have to do a whole lot on his own. And also being an American 
you know, in American collegiate athletics, starting to look at endorsement deals and so on and so on, his life will probably be easier and his path to success will be, will be easier. But if you're based yeah. here and you're not maybe at the university, at Tux, at the High Performance Center, and you're at another obscure university or wherever you are, you know, you need that help and that funding to help you to get there. And it's critical that we ensure 100%. that, you know, when, whenever our athletes are going to these major, major events, that they have the funding, that they have everything that they need for them to get there and perform and not be worried. Like for instance, the hockey, the hockey had the men's hockey and the women's hockey, great performances. The men were really unlucky. I mean, the Netherlands leading, the, leading three nil coming losing at the end but I mean you're playing against top tier teams if we just had enough money to be in Europe for six weeks yeah. at a block six weeks at yeah. a time and also you know we, we we forget how close European countries are to each other yeah. that uh, Holland you know Netherlands can take a drive in the afternoon across to Belgium play an evening game in Antwerp and then come back so yeah. we need to be mindful and come back that same evening so, you know, Germany can come across, you know, when England fly to, to the Netherlands, they play the Netherlands and Belgium, like setups yeah. like that. So yeah. our guys need, we, we really need to say when the camp model is not no longer going to work, we yeah. need to be like, okay, guys, the camp model is done. What before high performance structures are we putting in place to be able to succeed in 2024 or yeah. maybe eight even, yeah. you know, but the, with the World Cups in between because the World Cups of each sport are still quite an important um item and same with same with um banyana banyana yeah they didn't qualify this time around they had just come back from a 2019 world cup they didn't qualify yeah. for the olympics but uh, there's a lot of things going on there that are brewing players overseas that yeah how do we then make sure they qualify for the 2024 what funding what what resources are we putting in them into those teams to make sure they're doing well at the next olympics and that's yeah. it man it's just resources you know, there's a lot to be said about the water polo, but I can't say too much about that because they did not prep and have enough resources to prep. So yeah. when you play against your first game against Spain, like the women, water polo women played Spain game one. Yeah. No one knows from sitting from the couch and stuff that Spain are actually the European champions. Yeah. And that's why we got beaten. You know, those girls hadn't played in a long time together and hadn't, yeah. you know, been prepping on, on the world stage. So we got to be mindful when we do judge these performances on on the COVID year one and, and yeah. ability to travel to play international competition and the resources that we have to be high performance teams. Yeah. And we also have to be cognizant of the effect that media and the things that people say will have on these athletes. And I think that segues into, into my, uh, into my next point, which is mental health and, and these athletes, which has been a major point at, at, at the Olympics yeah. in general. Um, you know, we have to know and understand that for one, when athletes go and, and, and put themselves in these high-pressure environments, because they are very high-pressure environments, you know, you're expected to win. You're expected to just tough it out. You're expected to yeah. just overdose on, on you know, painkillers or whatever, whatever. Just go out there and race or run or fight or whatever Do what you have to do. And it's just not yeah. possible because these, these people are human beings. At the, if, if we look at just the general population of the world, Seven billion people in the world already every year are suffering from men mental health issues. Just general, general public. We're not even talking specifically for athletes or anything. That's a lot of people. And it affects, and even worse, yeah. when, when you're in a COVID year, when you're stuck at home, 
you can't move around, you can't see family, it's worse for athletes because they're in bio bubbles. You're, you're, you're restricted to traveling. You're, you're COVID tested every single or second day, you know? And then your expectations on top of that are, are sky high. It, it, it yeah. manifests itself in the things that we've seen with Naomi Osaka, Simone wow. Biles, you know, uh, uh, who's this from, from, from England cricket, um, uh, ben, Stokes, ben Stokes, et cetera. Yeah, it yeah. manifests itself and it's coming out now. I, I, yeah, I think we've got to be, you know, kudos to Naomi Osaka, man, who Naomi could have pulled away and called it personal reason, right? Yeah. And not framed it as mental health. Could have yeah. heard her way and called it unavailable for personal reason. Yeah. She owned it and she said, this is what's going on. So now yeah. she does it at a world stage and you don't get bigger on the Grand Slam you know, than, than Wimbledon. She does it yeah. at Wimbledon on the world stage. It then, you know, I can't say it happened like that, but it opened, maybe opened a door for yeah. Simone Biles. Yeah. Opened a door for Ben Stokes to be able to say, this is what I'm dealing with. It's been going on. The reason we hear and athletes mm. are having to do it at world stages is because maybe they haven't felt that they are able to say, hang on, I'm not dealing with this well. I need to yeah. step away. And the same way I would step away with a back injury, a leg injury, I'm stepping away from mental health because yeah. that's what it is. We, yeah. we, we tend to see mental health as a separate thing to the well-being of an athlete. Because yeah. the muscle is, you know, you can go for a scan and be like, cool, you've got a tear in, in your yeah. pick and that's fine. But the mind is, we want to separate it and make it a different thing. So when yeah. the athlete says to us, they're not okay, we've got to believe them because there's yeah. no way you're going to put an athlete through a scan and be like, that's what you're suffering from. Yeah. So I think we, we're going to see more dialogue as we have yeah. been. We're going to see more athletes stepping up. We're going to see more athletes focusing on mental health. So yeah. the same way you'd prep in your calendar, you'd prep gym work on a Monday, uh, sports psychologist now on a Tuesday, Wednesday is pitch work, Thursday is, is, is strength, whatever. So now yeah. you're prioritizing mental health in your training. That, yeah. That's what it is. And looking after yourself and looking after your well-being is important. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I saw an example of Gareth Southgate when he took the England team into the camp for, for Euro 2020. And they had all sorts of fun activities and yeah. meeting with, with psychologists. And they just basically had sessions where they took players completely out of the football environment, completely out of the whole pressure of, of what's going on and having to play and just have fun and, and, and enjoy yourself. And I mean, you saw it in the performances. I mean, they may not have won, but you could gen generally see the happiness yeah within the environment that they were in. Oh, the team. I mean, it reminds yeah. me of our, uh, what is it, come Staldrad with Rudolf Strauli when we were basically in a concentration camp and you were trying to train for a World Cup and it was a disaster, you know? So yeah, it, it's, you know, there has to be a lot of um, consideration given to athletes and, and, and sportsmen around, sportsmen and women around the world for their mental health. Because as you say, you know, you can't separate the mind from the body. The mind is the muscle within the body and it needs yeah. to be, considered in terms of the looked after of the overall person you know 100 yeah man we need to and, and the good thing is that i appreciate athletes who are willing to step up and say this is it because yeah. the more those athletes step up the more we we, we speak about it the more uh, federations are able to deal with it. that's another thing because i don't yeah. think we've had moments of you know federation there the usa is counting three simone Biles medal and then so mm -hmm. when she comes to them, did they deal with it 
adequately and, and well. So it's yeah. going to push federations to think about how they deal with mental health. It's going to push athletes. It's going to push us as a society how much time and space we give these athletes to be able to step away and yeah. media included, which play a, play a big part in all of this. Yeah. Well, in terms of, of headaches, there's been a really big headache that's been going towards the, the IOC and, and this political matter. There's a, a big issue with Belarus and an athlete who put up a social media post saying that, you know, she, she, she wasn't really happy with the way that they, they handled their preparations. She didn't even criticize them, really. Yeah. She just said that we, we, we weren't really, I think she said that we weren't really prepared um, and some things didn't go right in the, in the planning. But I mean, she got to the Olympics. She wasn't saying that, you know, the president is, is a dictator. When it, and these guys basically tried to pull her out of the Olympics, tried to claim that she, she had been disqualified or wasn't able to, 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 to run. And she basically is now seeking asylum in Japan. I mean, my goodness, you know, talk yeah, about man. the ISC when, when being I read on things like this. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> it's, an, it's not even the ISC, it will be Belarus themselves, because yeah. I think when I read stuff like this, I'm just grateful for the freedom I have in, in our country. Yeah. And because... You know, some people say take sports, politics out of a sport. If this is not <laughs> politics in sport and, and sport being politics by nature, it's the epitome of it. But I yeah. think, yeah, um, I hope it gets dealt with. I think yeah. IOC will have to step in and protect the athlete. Yeah. And I hope she returns home safely and into a safe environment. The last thing we need to hear is that she can't return home into a safe environment. But yeah. Um, yeah, we look, you can't say that athlete can't criticize and must be mindful. She has every right to criticize. And I think we need to just acknowledge that governments need to accept criticism, any government, yeah. you know, in order to grow and be better and treat your athletes well, you've got to accept criticism from the athlete. Um, yeah. You may question that, did she go through the right channels? Cool, that's a question to be had, but I don't think her treatment, even if she didn't go through the right channels, warrants something like this. So it's an un unfolding story. Let's see yeah. where it heads. It's for me, it's just like it's wild, man. Like, yeah. wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the latest on that is apparently she's been she's applied for asylum. Um, apparently, Poland has offered to give her asylum um, in that she's not going mm -hmm. to go back, and she has said that she's not going to go back to Belarus, which is very yeah. sad. But I mean. This is this is what happens, and uh, on an on on a stage such as this, I mean, we had an, another question of a Ugandan athlete who apparently went missing in the Olympic Village. Um, he he went yeah. missing. He said he doesn't want to go back home, and he was found. And now they're having to deal with Uganda's now having to deal with an with an issue there. There was an American athlete who turned away from the flag because of um, you know trying to highlight transgender issues. So <laughs> the Olympics and these majors global sporting events may not want athletes to speak up about their you know political um, thoughts and, and beliefs and ideations but it is happening it is going, it's to, going to happen happening. it's going to happen yeah they're going to continue seeing tattoos all over the place which they, they didn't want to see blah 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 it's sport is changing and sport has to evolve and and come into the more modern 100%. world you know we can't have women being told that you have to wear super super tight small bikini what what things you know it's it's absolutely ridiculous and yeah i'm i've i for one i'm completely here for it i'm completely here for it these guys must suffer yeah. and learn change is gonna come man yeah and, it's gonna come and and it's gonna it's gonna test so many models of what they 
know as this is a line, you don't toe the yeah. line, or these are policies. Those policies have to change. Those lines have to change. Those lines are no longer linear. You know, yeah. we, we've got to understand that ATIS are going to push certain things for federations to make decision on, for federations to change, for the federations to transform, sports yeah. to transform and change. And and how far, you know, do, do those athletes push that? Yeah. Well, talk about pushing. There's been a very big boundary, which, which you know, we said it before. There's a boundary that's going to get pushed that, that, that World Athletics haven't really dealt with, which is the issue around naturally high testosterone. I mean, we saw Laurel Hubbard. Mm-hmm. She's been allowed to, to, to participate in the weightlifting, which she did. But then you had a situation about a month ago, two months ago, where Boma and Masilingi were not allowed from, from Namibia, were not allowed to run in the 400. They said that their times were just Good. were just too, too quick and their testosterone yep. was just too, too high. Then they said, they, fine. They, the DSD, I think. Yeah, the yeah. DSD, yes. And then they said, okay, fine. You can race in the 100, you can race in the 200, but you can't race in the 400 or the 800, but you can also then race in the 15 or the longer distance races after that. So, so World Athletics have framed this between 400 meters yeah. to a mile. So yeah. they've, they've never had that. They don't have the data to go 200 or 100 or go over a mile. So what yeah. this opens up is a new case because you yeah. can't just take the same data and apply it to 200. You're going to have yeah. a new case. They're going to have to go do the research and prove that you get an unfair advantage in the 200 meter and the 100 meter or longer than a mile whole new research, whole new case, and let's see what that, you know, this could also serve a good for, for Custer's current human rights case is yeah. that, hang on now, you know, if you open up a new case and new data, how do, does that, is does the data that was there still apply to the 400 yeah. and the mile? So, so someone who's well-versed on this, and, I'm, and I urge people to follow Ross Tucker and read and, and some of his threads, and he paints it out quite nicely. Um, they will they will need more athletes going from one call it one discipline to the next in order yeah. to to have the data to support it. So be yeah. interesting. The next couple of months are going to be interesting. Uh, there's someone right now at, at World of Legs going, "What do we do? What do we do? And how do we deal with this?" But yeah. they can't just obviously issue a statement tomorrow and say you can't run. They're going to have yeah. to have some sort of research and backing behind it. Yeah, my problem really is is the the optics around this whole situation. It's not a good look for global athletic for for athletics globally. If you want people and young girls and boys to be able to participate in the sport and, and have the confidence that they're gonna, you know, confidence in their convictions that they're going to be able to run in whatever it is that they want to run, it's not a good look that you don't deal with it first time, set a marker in the ground and say yeah. across the board, you know, this is why I feel like um and this is why a lot of people globally feel as though world athletics has a, an agenda around yeah. spe- specific athletes and those specific athletes generally ha- happen to have to be athletes of color. And, and it's not necessarily true to say that because, I mean, scientifically, it is proven that that testosterone does give you some sort of you know, physiological advantage. But, you know, if you're not communicating it, it's like it's like there's no PR department that could foresee that this is going to be yeah. a problem down the line. You know, I don't understand 100%. how they allowed the optics to get here in the first place. You know, it's it's just a disaster. And as Manfred said in our in, in our previous podcast, man, it's a disaster. It's a it's a communications PR just 
disaster out, you know, and, and I, I, I feel for the image of the global sport of athletics um, because it's yeah. just, athletics, it just looks, world athletics yeah. really, yeah, they really do deal with it badly. And in terms of, you know, understanding and, and framing and, and really putting it out to, this is our research, this is what we've done, or this is what we see. And, yeah. and that's why it, 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 it is right now looking like it's targeted, right? Yeah. And, and I hope it opens Custer's case again, man, because oh, watching the 800 meters without her has been, um, yeah, yeah, less yeah. the better for me. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I watched that Marcelinho race um, and when Boma came second in the 200. And, yeah. and then I went on Twitter and, and immediately afterwards, literally, literally, I mean, you could just see people, hands off Mboma, hands off Mboma, hands off. And it's, I mean, Elaine Thompson-Hera just won the double the, the, yeah. the double gold. But the questions are already people saying, can this not, can this Custer situation not happen here again? I mean. Not happen here, yeah. yeah it, it's, 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 and it's, it's justified because of the way World of Lakes have done, have dealt with things. It's really justified. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you hope when someone like Seb Coe sits on, on is a guy at World Athletics and he's been an athlete, you'd hope he'd be mm-hmm. more mindful to the situation of athletes. But yeah. let's see. I'm, I'm just want to see what next. It's literally what next. Yeah. But, and it's going to happen, obviously, after Olympics. But the what next question mark is, is really there. Yeah. But anyway, let's let's wrap up this this podcast with a with a bit of a bang. There've been some outstanding performances. What has your performance of the tournament been of the Olympics been so far? I have my favorite, but what's Oh yours? man. Uh, it's got to be this morning. 400 meter hurdles. Uh, I don't think we'll ever see that again. And yeah. and for me it's to take the time of the 400 yeah. meters and yeah. to take the time of the 400 meter hurdles and you're like how? Yeah. You have to jump over things while yeah. you're running this time, but you ran a time that could compete at, at the 400 meter uh, race. 400 meter so, hurdles. So yeah, yeah, this morning was just yeah for 400 meter hurdles. So this morning for me was just the ultimate. I think probably um, yeah between SA hockey men beating yeah. Germany, yeah, um, the 400 meter hurdles final, and yeah. then the high jump, the men's high jump was quite special. Those are my three top moments. Okay. Okay. Mine, 400 meter hurdles. Yes, obviously because of the. Well, no. Let me. Let me. I'm. I'm gonna be a bit different. Number one for me, Sifan Hassan, deciding to go for the oh. for the triple, falling yes. in the 15, and then that insane piece of just ridiculousness to win that heat when yeah. she didn't actually have to, and she's just like, you know, what, I'm the boss and I own this thing. I'll do then it. going on to win the fight, and then going on to win the five thousand, and now she's also going to do the the final of on the fifteen hundred yeah. as well as the ten thousand. I mean, that's that's number one for me. Number two is Valhom okay. with the four hundred hurdles. That's just insane. You can't do that. Yeah, you can't. And then for me, I would say is the for me, I'm most excited overall Olympics overall. I'm most excited about our new Usain Bolt. This kid, 17 years old, Arion Knighton, 17 years old. I mean, come on. The guy has broken Usain Bolt's world junior record twice. Twice already. Mm-hmm. Bolt only ran those times when he was 21. That's four years for this kid to get there. The way he ran that 200 uh, semifinal 
and just eased up and start looking at people like it's I mean the arrogance like, like bolt. <laughs> it's bolt it's a it's bolt yeah. it's a bolt reincarnation for me and I'm I'm super excited to see what this kid can do I mean he's he's the same mm-hmm. height almost as Usain Bolt he's got a similar style he runs similar races he's not I don't know why he didn't run the 100 but maybe it's because of the pace issue but still yeah if he can produce those types of times and I mean, for me, it's just Usain Bolt reincarnation. That's that's those, my, are, moments. those are my top moments. Is that, is that it? Obviously, like, I mean, a lot of people are going to ask us about our gold medal, Tatiana. That's obviously yes. the highlight. <laughs> but but we, we were highlighting those yes, guys, outside yes. of that, guys. Yes, we love Tatiana. Tatiana, we love you. Yeah. We love you. You were amazing. But I mean, yeah. Predictions me for four by 100 meters. This, this, I want to hear predictions. Jamaica take who's taking America? Jamaica. See the thing is, I'll tell you why. Jamaica women, I'm I'm not even it's not even a question. You can't have Elaine Thompson here, Shakina Richards, and and uh Shelly Ann. That's already you're done. They've done that perfectly. Men it's gonna be tough. I think South Africa can medal, to be honest. I think our runners have been being consistent and there's been a lot of inconsistency in other nations. America, Trayvon Bromau is not running too well, um, you know, but they do have some some other quick runners. But they, there's been a lot of inconsistency with their individuals, whereas we have been consistent in terms of the the our 100 meters and our 200 meter athletes have been performing. Yeah. So I think we can medal. But Who's going to run that leg, that gift leg for us though? See, that's Gift is injured, so who who runs yeah, that leg? I, I, I don't... And, and I don't know if we can trust Wade right now, given the, the fact that his confidence is low. Um, he didn't really look like he had the pace in, in his 200, uh, in his 400. I mean, I, I mm-hmm. it's going to be tough. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They've got some decisions. Enough, I, I was thinking him. I was thinking on a 100 meter, he does a second leg. So someone else does the first leg, second yeah. leg. Yeah. And then obviously Akani will finish, and yeah. then Clarence maybe the third. But I was yeah. thinking him. I I back him, and over 100 meters. Come you think on, he's good okay. get a medal. Okay, well, possible, possible. But then beyond that, I would think maybe maybe the USA will win gold, um, and then silver could be maybe a Canada given the fact that they've got the grass mm-hmm. um, and they had a couple of other guys who were in the in the hundred semi the and heat. Yeah. yeah in the heat so maybe them as well yeah anyway we've rambled on rambled on that concludes our episode today on a recap for the Olympics um, where we're going what we're looking at next week we're going to be back again Olympics will Wrapping basically be done by then by then so we'll wrap it up put it all in a bowl and then we'll chart a path for where we're going next time. So comment, like, subscribe, follow us on Twitter, follow at Sanani Mangisa on Twitter, follow at Cash and Sport Twitter, Spotify, YouTube, website, everything. Subscribe, and subscribe, subscribe. Yeah, we're out.